All right, all right. We back. We back. The whole let's talk about it. Got my good brother here, Mr. Eugene Strong Temple Porter. Come, come on over here. Let you be in the camera. Um, if, if you're familiar with the podcast, then you've seen um, the last two episodes. If not, stop right now, subscribe, and then go back and watch the first two parts. Part one was, I did 18 years in prison for a murder I didn't commit. Then watch part two. The first part was him telling the whole story of how he went from being a young man on the street that had a record but didn't do what he was accused of. Did 18 years. And we went up into the trial. The second part is the actual trial where he detailed how people that knew the truth didn't tell the truth and he ended up doing time for it. Um, watch those two, subscribe, and then come on back and watch this one. Uh, today I got him back because we told that portion of his story. Mm -hmm. a, a portion that so many, unfortunately, that look like us can relate to. Maybe not specifically his situation but it's so many that look like us that are behind those walls and have done time and come home some still there thankfully he's one that even from what i've seen with my own eyes he did what he was supposed to do honorably and from everything i see he's respected on both sides it's out here and behind the gates and when guys come home that he knew they show love which even goes further to say that he did what he was supposed to do as a man while he was in those circumstances. Mm -hmm. um, also, because he, he is sort of a public figure in front of people, he has a voice for others that may have a story but may not have a voice. He can speak and in a lot of ways let their voice be heard as well. So what I want to do is, uh, first of all, Thank you for coming back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What I want to do is, we talked about you getting locked up. We talked about the trial. Yeah. But then you did the time. You even talked about some of the things that went on while you were there. Mm -hmm. Let's go to, I'll say 24 hours, but you can start where you want to. That last 24 hours. After 18 years when you knew you were about to be back out into the to the land, to the world, mm -hmm. what was your mindset at? Um, I say go back a little bit further, like okay. some months before I was about to come home. Mm -hmm. I think I'm not sure if I had still I had explained the months before I was about to when you when you're about to come home, that's the the time of trying to get everything together, uh, whether where you're gonna live at, you know, okay. what I'm saying job situations, where you're gonna work, what you're gonna do, how you're gonna eat, how you're gonna live, out here. Okay. Um, but the biggest thing that came over me upon my about to be released was fear. Okay, go into that. Like the, my, my fear was. <laughs> I, I'll never forget, I was walking the rec yard with my boxing coach and uh, one of the old heads, Mr. Wilson. We call him quick, Mr. Wilson. He's still doing time right now. Mm. But Mr. Wilson was a very wise old head to me. You know, okay. he was he was living the system lifestyle, but he was a he was a guy that called a spade a spade. Okay. One day we were walking the rec yard. I think I had just got turned down for parole for my last time because I went up 
Mm-hmm. I went up one last time just because I was trying to get home a little bit sooner. Okay. At the time, I was in a relationship with my ex-wife, so I was trying to get home. So you had a date, but you was just trying to. I was trying to get home. Right. Yeah, okay. because my date was February the second. Mm-hmm. I mean February sixth, two thousand twelve. Okay. So two six twelve. Yeah. My, so my my date was there, but I went up for parole in July August. Okay. Okay. So if I make parole, I come home That's around December. Yeah, her birthday. Oh, come, December. Okay, okay, okay. So I was trying to get. You're trying to, to make it for all the festivities yeah. and things of that nature. Gotcha. But I got turned down. Mm. We walk in the rec yard and we had just finished working out, going through everything. And he says, What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. He's like, What's wrong? Was your vibe different today? Because, like, it's, it's different levels in prison. Like, at the time, I was I was nephew. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's pops, youngin', old school, nephew. And so, he was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, um, I'm about to get out. He said, yeah, that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. I said, nah. I said, they're going to call me a murderer. Mm. So, my, mm. my, okay. my fear was that my charge, because I had been locked up, I wasn't going to be able to get a job. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Especially with that particular with, with murder on yeah. your on your record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, who's gonna give me a job? Where am I gonna work at? What am I gonna do? And he told me some he gave me words. He used to always give us a little quotes, but he gave me words that to this day I hold. Okay. And it was he says he said, What's your name? I said I said, Coach, come on man. Okay. I said, You know my name. <laughs> he said, No, nah. I said, What's your name? So I said my nickname, I said Smoke. Okay. He said, nah. He said, what's your name? I said, Eugene Porter. He said, so if I call you Jeff, you gonna answer to it? I said, nah. He said, it's not about what they call you, it's about what you answer to. Right, right. And that right there, just, it gave me something. No matter what they call me, out here, you know, is what, yeah, I know who I am, is what I answer to, right? And so that's how I ran. I, I used to tell my guys when we jump out this helicopter called prison, that when we parachute, like paratroopers, you know, when it comes to your release date, you on this helicopter, you about to jump out, mm. and you're this paratrooper, okay? When we jump out this plane, when we hit the ground. We don't have time to roll up our parachute and put it back in the bag and stuff. We got to cut the strings and start running from that point on. Literally hit the ground running. Yeah. And so that's basically what I did. My first, I got home February. I obtained my first job. Well, hold on. Let, before, because we're going to jump right back mm-hmm. to that. But that moment when you walk through the gates, can you give me that? Yeah. Oh, that went up my Because walk. that's 18 years, man. That's a that's a yeah, when that's it, an when adult I, life. The time span for from a child to get to an adult, you spend yeah, a whole, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It, oh, when process. I my sister, my ex wife, and they family was there. Okay. Um my and my nieces. My nieces were there. Because not only was it the day I was getting released, mm-hmm. it was the day I was getting married. That's right. Oh, wow. How was... 
because how I, was that mentally? I was I was because for real, you're going from one thing, but you're going right into and something so, else. And 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 I had, I didn't know. All I knew was, and, and and I say this, I was getting a lot of blessings as I was getting closer to my release date. Okay. Like me and my ex-wife, we bought a house. You know, before I got released, I had somewhere to go. I didn't have to find out where I was gonna live at. Um. So a lot of the blessings I was getting, mm -hmm. I attached it to a person. Mm. So I was okay. feeling like I was getting blessed because I had her with me. Not realizing that. That blessings come that in. Coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know it was for it's, you anyway. Yeah, it's good to have somebody with you, but to share in it. But your blessings is your blessings. If that was coming for you, it was coming regardless yeah. whether you was connected or not. Okay. So I was, I was happy that I was going to get married and then I didn't want to block my blessings by having sex without marriage. Okay. Because the people that I was watching religiously That was I mean, your mindset yeah, at the time. That's get, what you've been taught. What you yeah, mean? you got to get married. You know what I'm saying? And even Fornication me, and all yeah, that. Even yeah, even with me going through all my different religions uh, and ways of life it came back to okay, like my man my homeboy he used to pray with me. Like this dude 200 something pounds muscle and we'd be on a record at the end of the after we finished working out, he'd be like, come on, bro, we gotta pray. Okay. I'm like, and the first time I felt a little uncomfortable, like this I big nigga yeah, I'm hold my hands and pray. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? I give much respect to Big Jeff because he, he taught me a lot, you know okay. what I'm saying, about the prayer life and just talking things into existence. Okay. And so, like, I was like, dang, I don't wanna mess this up. So, I went to the Justice of the Peace. Like I get out about You on plan. Nine something. We got I got we get released like nine thirty. Okay. So when I walk out, I see my sisters when you walk and you wait now you anticipate it. You, you got butterflies, you waiting for them to give you them brown khakis and mm -hmm. they were, okay, what you taking with you, what you leaving? I left TVs and commissary. And, okay. Um wasn't gonna look back. You won't know that was gonna connect mm -hmm. you. But I, I kept other than the connections to the people. So yeah, the kept people. my connections to the people. But I think for a long time, and I think even to this day, I still have my khaki shirt. That like a reminder, or yeah, what? okay. To to say like you don't never want to put this on again. That's dope. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I had my boots and my pants for a long time. Just like a reminder, like yeah, I don't want to put this on no more. That's but that's the first day coming out, it was. I remember my first place I went to eat was over in North Carolina. Okay. Was at um, Ryan's. Ryan's, when Ryan's was still yeah, open. Yeah. You ain't good then. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. That, that sweet butter and all that yeah. good stuff. I remember. Yes, sir. Oh, I remember my. When my grandma was going to steal some chicken. We like, grandma's free. She's like, okay, <laughs> I'm still going to put it in my pocket, bro. Um, you ain't got to do all that, granny. I remember the first. Like I say, when I first came home, my sister, like I said, they all took me out to eat. Mm -hmm. um, it was just amazing to to see. This is this, this my first. Oh, man. That's your first time hitting the bed and Man, that's little, your bed? Yeah, that was the bed and my, and my wife. Wow. That was the first. Can I see if I can put it on camera? Yeah. I don't know if I can get a good, clear vision of that. 
Yeah. First time being in his own bed in yeah. 18 years. Yeah. That Man, was, that's, that was, that's powerful to have a reminder right yeah. there. Wow. The day, like, so, like I say, when I got married, the day I came home. Shaw, too. Okay. That's your sister right there? Mm-hmm. Okay. My baby sister. Y'all look good. Y'all look all happy. Gee, you still look the same, man. Yeah, good gracious. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit more weight, but that, um, like, that's when. That was your first, first, first okay. Thing, you know, all wow. So it was. Y'all look alike, too. Yeah, that's my favorite sister. She's crazy. But that was that moment I went and laid on that bed. It was like, yo, I ain't on this tumbling mat no more. Wow. You can actually turn over and. Yeah. Wow. So it was it was like okay I'm here, you know it's 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 over. Okay, so let's fast forward back up. Your first job. My first job was that <coughs> I put in I went to the temp services, and I finally got a call back. My first job was at Toll Brothers. Okay. Through the temp service. Okay. I got hired March the ninth. My birthday was on March the 8th. I started my first job on March the 9th. Okay. Wow. 2012. And it was the fact that people was like, oh, you don't, can't get no jobs and all this stuff. And you came right in. I came right in. Got one. Okay. You know, so that was, that was a thing too. And after the first, the first couple of weeks, it was, it was hard work. I'm, I'm sure. But then yeah. I started like, I was seeing how much money to... To go from making five hundred dollars a year to making four hundred dollars a week, Shit. that was a lot of money. Man, yeah, five hundred. See, a lot of people don't think about it like that. Yeah, yeah that's a week. That's an that's all. All that adds up to is about. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So when when I started working a real job and stuff, I I. I had no problem with work because I worked every job in prison that you can have. And if you could do it for pennies, yeah, you could do it for that. You could, you could do it for some money, for some dollars. Right, you know? right, right. And then even like the pay balance had changed. It didn't change much, but I was making nine dollars an hour. Okay. From twenty three cents an hour. Oh man, you was rich. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, okay. Wow. So and I came in and I was taking care of all the bills. Everything. I just was. I was doing what I was talking. You thought that's what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Well, as a man, you provide. That's what yeah. you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Learn how to drive again. Wow. So those experiences, I remember. Like I was one time, I was driving. My, my wife let me drive her little Saturn, and I was so excited. At the same time, I seen somebody that I knew because I'm not from this town. <laughs> So I did some dumb <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I'm like, yo, it's like <laughs> you forget you driving this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was it was those experiences of learning. So, but that's crazy how okay, because well, what age were you when you went in? Seventeen. Seventeen. So you pretty much had to pick up from seventeen mm-hmm. on something. Yeah, you had to learn all that's those crazy. things. Because a lot you, of people don't factor that in. Yeah, like you, you literally picking back up. You took yeah. a break, not a, you know, like a, yeah. I mean, that's took that's, a break. That's the reality of it. Wow. And keep and, on, and like I, I try to explain to people now, and some people disagree with it. Some people, but whatever age you are when you go to prison, that's the age you are when you come out. Now, are the people disagreeing people that have done time. 
No, not really. Well, they really can't. They, they, they really, I couldn't say. I couldn't tell you that because I haven't done time. And but it's 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 more so how people look at us. Okay. And when I say us, I mean that I'm not allowed it or allowed to make the same mistakes that you make out here because I'm grown now. Okay. You see what I'm saying? That's how the world civilization looks at you. Mm, not factoring in. Yeah, that I missed It's a gap. Out. Yeah. So, so it's a learning curve for you. Yeah, so I'm not allowed to date. Mm. Oh, you 40 years old. You should be, you 45. You should be. But not realizing the last time you dated, I was 17. Mm-hmm. Last time I was with, you know, I was 17. Yeah. So they do wow. that to a lot of guys, a lot of people that come home, and they're like, yo, you should know better. They don't understand that gap. Yeah. It's hard to fathom if you know how to, like I say, I can, I know what you're saying, yeah. but I didn't have to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so whatever, whatever age you are, when you go to prison, that's the age you are when you come home. Wow. Though okay. That's the age you are mentally. Okay. And though you may be able to use tricks and trades differently that you learned in there. Like, I, yes, I was able to come out and work. Yes, I was able to think business mm-hmm. because that's what we sit there and study. I, I just... And we gonna get to the, all the business. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna... Get to that. This, I see, it's stuff, it's stuff like this that keeps me going. I'm, let me hear something real quick. This, uh-huh. this is, this is the stuff that, right here. This is the stuff that, that that keeps me when when I want to to give up when I want to give up. This is the stuff that, that keeps me going. Yo, what you up to, bro? Yo, I just want to say, boy, I'm proud of you. I don't know what drove you to do what you're doing, man, and how you got it going on when you were locked up. Maybe you had a vision. I don't know what it is. Sir? Now this is dude that came home. He was locked up. Oh, the cat. Okay, this is another he? guy. This he got oh. the um street beefs. Okay, okay. Wow, bro. Wow, that's motivation right there. Yeah, when I get a message that's like that, right just straight out the mat, like out the blue, just letting you uh, give you your flowers. Yeah. Wow. It's good when others see 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 what you're doing. Yeah. I, and I'm assuming, especially since they can relate to that particular to journey, to the whole journey. You know what I'm saying? I respect what you do on a man level from what I've known of you, but I some took that journey with you, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's powerful, bro. Yeah. That's powerful. So it's things like that that like you say, what coming out and learning that there's two different worlds. Yeah, we've talked about some of that. Yeah, okay, like I can't go around punching people in the face. I can't you can't solve every problem people are cowards out here so they're gonna talk about you and and you can't straighten it so in so what you're saying is in, in prison for every action you know, you already knew what that consequence you know, was you know. if you did certain things you already knew you know. and, and pretty much it's gonna happen yeah but out here they can they can be snakes shuck and jive and before you can Get get to them. 
they'll run and tell on you. Yeah, you have to make a you have to make a a real conscious decision. Look, I look, it's been some times you hit me up and, and frustrated. Yeah. But I respect the fact that you even though you probably had a right to yeah. lash out in certain instances, you never done it. Yeah. And that takes a lot, man. Yeah, and, and, I, I respect and, and when you when you when you when you grew grew up around in the animal kingdom. Mm. That's serious. Yeah, you grew up around predators and prey. Mm. And knowing the difference. Okay. So you can spot. Yeah. And then, and then you have to be the different. Like, like mm. my, my female friend, she says a lot of times that I'm too nice or I'm too open. And it's it comes from a place where I was mean. Or I didn't smile. And not 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 directly. I didn't just rah, be mean like that. But it was you had to adjust to your environment. Yeah, too. I, I just ain't, I couldn't take a lot. Okay. Because when you waking up every morning and you're not supposed to be in this place. That's why, G. I don't understand how you ain't lose your mind, bro. Like it, and and knowing every day for eighteen years, if anybody's supposed to be here, I know I'm not. Yeah. Maybe some of y'all too, but I know I ain't supposed to be here. Yeah. When you wake up in that Whew. reality, and then you see as as time has went on, and Virginia's proven like. Like I can I can say three guys right now who've come home. No, four. The Virginia three by themselves. Mm -hmm. And then um Nino, guy, he just came home. Okay. And then um Catchmore, like all these guys coming home who didn't directly or didn't do crimes. Wow. And did years. And did years. And I know wake up two years later, or they found we talking about decades. That's heavy. Like time. you said, you 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 were doing time back when it was, yeah, back back then when it was still like, like we have correctional facilities and still yeah, some prisons, but you came in before off, the correct, do, correctional facilities came. off now. Um, I'm sorry, they <coughs> they do a lot a lot of crying and stuff that we wasn't allowed to do. A lot of running to your mama on the phone. Okay. Did See, you, and like you said, you came in at a time where it was really rules. I I didn't. It's well, at least sad. some type of code. Yeah, it's it's sad and it's and it's, and, it's, and it helped me. I did not talk to my mother for ten years. Damn. Why? Purposely or? Nah, it was indirectly. Like she got tired of coming to see me. Mm. It broke her down some. Okay. And I think she couldn't cope no more. And that's that's part of it. People have to consider too. Yeah. The effect because, it takes on family. Yeah, because one of the things, one of the classes I took, victims impact with Miss Lee was, there's a victim to every crime. Mm, okay. So just because my crime against you doesn't just affect you, right? It affects your family. Yes, then it everything. affects my family. Right. Right. So what if we could just pause in that moment before we get to doing something stupid? And see, like, yo, what, what, what's it really all about? Is it that serious? Yeah. Because a lot of times it's not. It's yeah, not. it's, it's, I told, it's I told, a lot of times it ain't that serious, man. I told a guy the other day, you know, I talked to a lot of people. like, And I was talking to some people, and I was explaining that directly or indirectly, 75% of 
of men that are in prison are in prison for trying to impress or do something with a, with a woman. I, can, I, I absolutely believe that. Whether you were selling, most times, some, some guys selling drugs because they feel, but you're trying to have their cars and stuff. You want to have that look, that image to, look. to get the girls. You do, you and do get the scuffling because he did something in front of a girl or a woman. And now you done shot him or he done shot you. Another girl. That's crazy. But so when you look at each and every thing, is, and not to place blame on a female, but a lot of things we do, like peacocks. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. We want our feathers to be. Fan your feathers. Fan your feathers. I'm, I got the best feathers yeah. out here. And it's instinctual, mm -hmm. but we also have to have that that logic. Yeah, that's the part that we look And that's what separates us from the animal, you know, mm -hmm. the real animals out here. Yeah, we logically think so. They go on just instinct. We have the logic, and a lot of times. A uh, uh, quote people always, well, somebody always say, man, you, you mad today. Mm, no, okay. I'm not mad because animals get mad. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I don't, I don't get mad. Do I get upset, disappointed? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But you don't get mad. I don't get mad. I like Because when you get mad, then you turn into an animal. And you're not... You can't understand or capable of what you are going to do. Yeah, if you get mad. You're not using this at all. Then. Yeah. 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 So are you going to get upset with people? Yeah. Because it, it changes the friction, the energy. But don't never let nobody get mm. you mad. That's good, G. That's good. That's good. Okay, let's fast forward. From at the Toll Brothers, what did you do? Ah, oh, Toll Brothers, I kept getting laid off. Oh man! Laid so off. you 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 actually got hired through Toll Brothers? That was still no, temp, still temp, temp, temp. Okay. And I get laid off, and I would come back, laid off, and then come back, and people were amazed. They could people were like Gene, how you keep coming back? Because once you get laid off from Toll Brothers, you know. They don't bring you back. Wow. I said, because I'm connected to the source. Come on, talk about it. I said, this ain't my this ain't my wake up every day. I don't I do this because it's a job, but it's not if I don't have it, I'm still gonna be taken care of. When I left Toll Brothers for good, I I went in and I put in the um application at the apartment complex. Because people know me just as the as the gym guy, the the personal trainer, the coach. Mm -hmm. They don't but, know stuff came before that. Yeah, they don't know that I have I have four trades. What? Go ahead, talk about it. I'm an HVAC technician. Damn, Gene, Cert I ain't know that. Certified. All the years I know you, I ain't know that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, a, I'm a certified HVAC technician. Um, I'm a um, what else? Commercial cleaning certified. Yeah, 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 I can yeah. I can start my own business. With my commercial cleaning. Right. Um, I'm auto mechanic, certified. What? Yeah. I, all that stuff that I... And for them, when they think I'm, I'm, I'm lying about being a certified HVAC technician. This is the real deal. <laughs> Damn, G. Okay. Yeah. Certified yeah, HVAC. HVAC. Really tech, okay. Yeah. HVAC technician. But... That's impressive, man. Those were not the things. I got 30 college credits. I know that. I know. Okay, yeah. good. So those are the things that when people say like, oh, you just do a gym. I do the gym because that's what the universe pushed me to. 
But you had so, the option. Yeah, my first other job <laughs> was I was a maintenance man. So what happened was I put in my application at apartment complex in Jerk. And you I think you were working there when I met you. I think. But keep going, keep going. Yeah, I put in I put in the application there. And when I put in the application, life and death is in the power of time. I prayed over the application. I said, let I said, God, do for me what you did for the children of Israel. Okay. I said, put a protective cloud around me. Okay. Let nobody see you. What happened was they did a background okay. check. Okay, okay, go ahead. They did a background check on me. Mm-hmm. The paperwork came back and said I hadn't had a charge in a hundred years. A hundred years? Yeah. You even on earth? Good gracious. Wow. Said, okay. That showed no wow. nothing of that I just had came home a year before for murder. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so they never even tripped over. Wow. And then that was tough because I was working. I was this young looking guy working in an apartment complex. So I still had that prison glow. So everybody like, uh, who this young, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot of stuff that was pushed at me and I can't punch you in the face. I can't, I got to mm. be, I got to walk away. I got to just do, you know what I'm saying? So, so those things, um, <clears throat> And when I left there, I went and started working for my little big sister um, for Rotunda. Okay. And Rotunda gave me another opportunity as a community-type activist, um, outreach guy, talking to the community, doing a lot of things. She did that for me. Um, Then when she was trying to take me to the next level, they did a thing called, they did a, a background check. But she already knew my situation because yeah, yeah, I told yeah, yeah. her. But for um, Magellan and stuff, you had to do a background check. And they do your fingerprints. Mm. And it came up. And so at the time, I was hurting because now I'm getting, I'm losing jobs. Right? And it's nothing she could do about she it. Couldn't it's stop. not like yeah. she didn't because want Because they did. said that I had a barrier crime. Mm. And so certain crimes, like a barrier crime, murder is a barrier crime where it doesn't go nowhere. That affect you whatever yeah. job you try to get. If you're trying, especially when you're trying to do it in mental health. Mm, okay. Okay. Issue. And so they was like, oh, I had to, she had to let me go. But she pushed me. She kicked me. She said, bro, she said, you can do, because I was doing personal training part-time then. She, so when I met you, had you started doing the personal training yet? Mm-mm. I was, yeah, I was doing it just a little bit. At the boys like, okay. Yeah, I was just doing okay. it. Keep going. Because, and, and that's what, that's who, she, matter of fact, she got me the job at the Boys and Girls Club. Okay, so let's, Let's go into because it's like you're entering into the. It's like you you working, but mm-hmm. you get into the personal training space. You're mm-hmm. doing both. Talk about how that's progressing. I know you just spoke about she got you the job there. Talk about okay. That. So with, with with the personal training part wasn't intentional. That's why I want to. That's why I was, yeah. Why it wasn't. To it. Now I'm back. Now I'm back when I was in prison. I want. I just wanted to do. I wanted to do a program for guys coming home with boxing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Put them in the. I wanted a gym, but I wanted to do box. Boxing gym, right? So when I was working out at a gym at um, Builder Body on Main Street. No, this was before that. It was on Atlantic Street. I came home one day. It was on Atlantic Street first. Yeah, right wow. in the little cut. I didn't even know that. I don't think. Okay, yeah, go ahead. A, and, and I was I was working out over there. And people, the first guy came, and he was like, man, can I work out with you? I was like, yeah. 
I was so excited. I went home and told my wife, I was like, man, I found a gym. You know, I can't go and work out at okay. Graham, you know, because yeah. I couldn't afford the Y. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I had, I had a minute of stretch at the Y when I was working, um, but, you know, they auto-draft and all that, and the Y won't do I couldn't afford it. You know, especially when I kept getting laid off. And if you got an overdraft fee or whatever, yeah. or late, uh, return fee, they want that too. Yeah, so yeah. I couldn't afford it, so I, I, I stopped. And I was like, I find somewhere else to work out. And I, I ran up on Build a Body, and I started working out there. And I came home, I told my, yo, I got a gym to work out at. Okay. And I might can start training there because ain't nobody there. It's a 24-hour gym. Okay. So, boom. That's when he moved to Main Street. Okay. So he moved to Main Street. I moved... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Met another guy, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we started working out together. We started training people. He was doing more training than I was, really. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was doing it when I, I was, uh, my other job was working at Shoes at the time. When I met you, I was working at Shoes. I didn't know you worked at Shoes. Yeah, I was on that, okay. on that truck delivering furniture. Wow. And so I used to get off work, but only reason I had to, I had to do something different because I didn't know what time he was getting off work. Sometimes uh, people I order some furniture. Well, with the furniture you delivering, yeah. Yeah, deliver you. You be out there late. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, this ain't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't do the personal training part. Mm-hmm. So I was going deeper into the personal training. My when Vatanda was like, when I had to leave, she was like, you just do your personal training. You're good at it. You can do it. And so that's when I went back outside. And was training outside. And real quick, pause right there. It's value to having people believe in you. Mm -hmm. Some people take it for granted. Mm -hmm. And and because a person can't necessarily fix your situation, you don't value the fact that they believe in you. Mm -hmm. Anytime a person can take a moment out of what they got going on in life and and, and say, no, keep going. Mm -hmm. You should value that. Keep going. And that's, and that's, that's what she did. She pushed me, um, and I was riding around in my little Sienna minivan mm-hmm. with all the equipment in the back. Wow. I would pull it out wow. and work out with people. Okay. You know, and it grew. Um, people don't really, see, I, I, I'm trying to reiterate it that you really built this from the ground up. Yeah. Because you literally was outside. Outside. And the weather People don't understand that, like, yeah. they might see where you're at now, but yeah, they don't take understand. It, take it for granted. Like, he was on the steps, in the grass, at the pavilion. Keep going. Yeah, the pavilion. The Making it up as yeah, you was going. Yeah. It ain't like you had courses already. No. Mm-mm. You literally was freestyling it. And, but go ahead. And go ahead, what, go ahead. what made me... I, I got certified for the haters. <clears throat> because... Sometimes like, you got to get the paperwork just to... Yeah, yeah. For just them, to shut them up. Because of the fact that... um, I knew how to work out. Mm-hmm. That was the part of the thing I did in prison was working out and, and working out exercise with guys. That kept me through. But I started hearing, uh, oh, he just doing a prison workout with y'all. Well, he ain't even certified. Our people, man. And so I was like, yo. So I talked to my aunt, who's very business-minded, and she was like, you got to get your certification. What you need to do? I was like, well, I, I got to find a course to take. So she said, okay, you find a course, I'll pay for it. That's love. That's love. Okay. So she paid for my course. I got them certified. Then after getting certified, then I started watching YouTube. And the man said, if you're a personal trainer, you really don't need to be, have to be, quote, unquote, certified because 
It's people coming to you. Coming to you what you're doing. Because they already like what you're doing. Yeah. They don't care whether you Yeah. I want to learn. I see what you're doing. You're getting results. Show me. Yeah. And that That's and, all the certification I need. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and that's what that's what they've been saying. That's what the, the YouTube video said. And I was like, I don't pay this money now. And I'm gonna jump in. When I knew you were different as far as working out, I still remember when I met you, there was a show. You know, I'm familiar with working out. Mm-hmm. For me, with different variations. But it was a show the exercise you had told me to do that I had never thought of and never heard of. I was like, oh, this got different. Yeah. And it was simple now that I think about it. I was like, why did I never even think about that? Mm-hmm. Good. And so, That's how I knew you was creative. I'm yeah. And, and, and that was the thing. With a little bit of nothing, I was able to. And then I had to learn the business part of it. After, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I never, to be totally honest, I never really wanted to be a personal trainer. Wait a minute. As good as you are, hold on, G. I never... That's your shit. I mean, yeah, that's what you it's, do. That's it's my gift. And my when you time. leave here, you got to go back and personal train. Yeah, really? but that wasn't... It was plenty of times that I wanted to quit. Okay. Because of, again, the hate. The I'm not a, I'm not a conflict person. Okay. I can resolve the conflict, but, but you I'm ain't not about a bunch of back and forth. I'm not. That's that's that. that, that Either we gonna do something, we not. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. And so with me not being a conflict guy, it it, it was like all that. People talking about like, and my friend she said it's like, oh you you need validation from people, and I had to, we had to have a talk about this the other week. It was. I had to say, I said, you know what? I had to, some, one of the times when I had to, back, I said, you made me write a little bit. And the reason why I say this is that all my life, my name has been associated with wrong. Mm, okay. Talk about it. Talk so about it. I was, I was, I was a bad kid. I was the runaway. I was the drug boy. I was this. According to the system, yeah, you're a murderer. According, according yeah. to them. You know so my name was always associated with something bad mm-hmm. but to now be strong temple yeah a little bit times I do want my praise I want I want it to be known that before I came to Emporia before I really put it down mm-hmm. who was really doing this talk your talk your talk man yeah. listen who I'm the only USA boxing Certified USA boxing coach, and you trained. You've trained, yeah, kids and, and all the way up to adults. You yeah. train. I have kids in college that call me and send me videos, coach. The young man that came in the gym the other day, yeah, full blown athlete that you you. That those are the things. You guys are sixteen carries, one hundred thirteen yards, forty yard TD pass. I'm not surprised you. And and and, and um touchdown. That boy, he looked like an athlete. And he didn't even play the fourth quarter most because he, he was cramping. Wow. You you put together athletes, man. And that, he's not the only one. Yeah. I've seen other ones come through there. You got pictures on the wall of guys you trained. Keep yeah. going. And so so it was those times when I wanted to quit that is is those that pushed me and say. Because like I said, it wasn't I asked, I asked God, like even when he first I still have the letter. That I text to God in my phone, mm. asking 
Like people be like, man, you don't go around asking for a lot of stuff and you don't, won't you get such and such to help me, won't you? I told God, you, God created it strong to me. Okay, talk about it. He woke me up 2.30, <clears throat> me, me and the other guy, me and me, we was together and when we separated, we had another name, Kingdom Builder, which mm-hmm. was his name, his title. Mm-hmm. So when I said, God, you want me to keep doing this, the universe, you want me to keep doing this. What are we gonna call it? And it was it was something with the temple, because the temple's the body. Okay, temple what? Happy temple, something temple, what? Right, right, what? right, right. And then it was saying strong. Something like strong. The S was standing, the G was God. You just had to fill it in. Sounds like so I went to sleep mm-hmm. that Friday. I woke up 2 30 that Saturday morning. And the T was together. Standing together. The R was relying. Relying. I said, what's the O? He said, put it together on. on. Standing together, relying on God. Wow. Just like that. And I took it and I ran. Powerful, man. And just saying it, it be some strong temple. Yeah. It's like a noun and a verb and everything. I might be wrong. I won't the best at this person, but an adjective is all that in one yeah. because it describes different things. And we stand together, whether you call him Allah, Buddha, Jesus, we all stand together and we rely on God. Whether it's the God that's in us. And that's crazy you say that. I was I was riding early. It was nice, nice, cool breeze this morning. I'm riding to go pick up my load. And I said, I finally realized what I'm trying to do. You know, people believe in so many different beliefs mm-hmm. now. And I don't let anybody box me in, but I said, what I've been trying to do is connect the God in me mm. to the God outside of me. Mm. You know, but for years we only taught about one, and I ain't going into all that. And yeah. then sometimes we'll separate from the universe and we'll just say it's just me. Mm-hmm. No, I'm trying to connect the two. What's in me to the energy outside of me because yeah. it's all the same. To get that entity together, it's all the same. To have that energy to realize what you put out. How, are you going to have some negative? Absolutely, yeah. man. <laughs> but the thing about it is the sign of the yin and the yang. Yeah, yeah. Inside of the good is a little bit of evil. Inside of evil is a little it's bit of evil. It's all necessary. It's necessary. All necessary. And so that's how Strong Temple really took off. Okay. Let's go from, because you didn't have to build them when you had to, first got the name, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So let's go from you working outside. You have the name. Some people stay, some going, mm-hmm. you know, people can be fickle. Some mm-hmm. might feel like they have a valid reason. So if you're watching, I'm not saying your reason is not valid. Yeah. I'm just saying for me knowing him, yeah. he's solid. Yeah. Whatever you're okay. Um, but tell, tell tell me how you went from it being outside or being at the Boys and Girls Club to, to, the to where you're at now. And how that is evolved. We start with that. We we used to walk all the time. I used to walk people. I, I walked in Poirier like I knew. Man. Like I was from it. Right. <laughs> we used to walk. And one time we walked past this building. We walked past Halifax Street. Okay. And I looked, because the clients at the time was like, you need you need to get a building. You, you know what I'm saying? You can do so much more with a building. And I was like, okay. So then anytime I get a request, I start asking God. I start asking the universe, like, okay, what's what's the next Work step? Work it out, yeah. We walk past the building, and I said, is this it? Mm. He said, yeah. Mm. 
So we got on I got um one of my old clients, Miss Tina, said call, find out who's the owner. I met with the manager, he told me like we're gonna be ready so months later. Or oh, we should be finished by January. Mm-hmm. November, January, we should be finished. I was like, okay. What am I gonna need? You need a thousand dollars. Rent gonna be a thousand dollars. Need thousand dollar deposit. So two stacks out the gate. Which I ain't have. You had a dream with no means. Phew! So, Come on. My first thing we did, they kept well, how can we raise this money? How can we raise this money? We did a raffle. Okay. We did a raffle first and I raised some money. I reached out to my aunt who always believes in me. She sent me some money. She sent me a thousand dollars. Then we raised we raised thirteen. She sent me a thousand. Okay. And I was going around, I had made a proposal. And I was going around to different businesses and saying, like, if you sponsor a piece of equipment, your people can join the gym for a year at $10 a month. You could join Strong Temple. You can't beat that at all. Yeah, so I had a few people who, but the one who, and people may look at, I call him, he's like my big brother. I already know what you're talking about. Go ahead. People may look at him strange, but... I went to, I had, it was the third time. I had went one time, mm-hmm. he wasn't there. I went the second time, he wasn't there. The third time I went, because of persistency, the third time I went, I asked the secretary, I says, Mr. Pearson here? She said, yeah, he's here. Um, Mr. Pearson, the, the man with the um, proposal is here. He's like, I sent him on over here. I went over, I sat down. And he says, um, I showed him, he read the proposal. I said, yeah, so this is my thing. This is what I want to do. I want to open a training center for people. You know, it's okay. How does it work? I said, well, you tell me your five goals and I'll help you reach them. He said, yeah. He wrote his five goals down on a piece of paper, a yellow piece of paper. Mm-hmm. He wrote the goals down and slid it over to me. I picked up and I looked at it. Me knowing my skills, I was like, <laughs> he said, can you do this? I said, yeah, it's easy. And for those that don't know, that might be listening, some familiar, some not for context of the story, Mr. Pearson is one of two of the black, one of the two black owned funeral homes that we have in this town. He's in one of them and they've been around for Years, mm-hmm. uh, been in business for years. Go ahead. And he, he, when I said that, he was like, "Well, I only can work out early mornings because the funerals." It's like, I said, "Okay, we can start at five o'clock in the morning." Mm. So he's like, five o'clock in the morning." I said, "Meet me out at the steps." He won't expect you to. It sounds like he won't expect you to call this bluff. Mm-mm. Come on. He said, "He said, okay, well, we can start." Monday. This was on like a Tuesday. It was like middle of the week. He said, we can start. I said, no, we can start tomorrow. It's a lesson in that, y'all. You were prepared for the opportunity. Yeah. When it came. Whatever he came with, because you knew what you wanted to do, mm-hmm. whatever he threw at you, oh, no, we're going to do it. We're going to speed that up. Show mm-hmm. him how eager you were to be ready for the opportunity. Keep going. And so he wrote me two checks. Mm. He folded them and he gave them to me. 
I didn't look at the checks. Mm, okay. I folded them up and put them in my pocket. I said, I need you to come and see my vision. He said, All right. I said, follow me down the street. He said, where's it located? I said, it's right down the street. From right me. down the street. He went and pulled up. He went in. It was wires hanging. The drop ceiling wasn't finished. Mm. None of that. Mm. He said, okay. I said, this is my vision. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Okay. He left. I looked at the checks. He wrote me one check for $300 and one check for $700. Wow. So $1,000. Wow. He know me from a hole in the wall. So that was your first time you ever met him? That's the first time I ever saw that man. And to this day, he yeah. works out with you? Every morning. Wow. That's powerful, man. Yeah. That's why it's no excuse. Like, you were having to come home and, and attempt to do business with total strangers. Because mm -hmm. I'm from a t I'm in a town where I'm not from. Right. So you were familiar with Emporia, but these business yeah, owners and stuff. I didn't. You know now. Yeah. Okay. So when Keep he said when he was playing checkers, I was playing chess. And and from the way the conversation went, even every everything is like you you were prepared, even even down to not looking at the checks yet. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I'm gonna show you this ain't even about the money right mm -hmm. there. I want to show you this. Mm -hmm. Man, that's good, Jane. That's good. And okay, Brad. Every, every since then. And so, like I said, at first I had little pieces of... It was so crazy. Let me tell you. When it when it came, when it really became a reality that it was going to happen, I started buying equipment. Mm -hmm. I had equipment on the back deck of my house covered up. Wow. Just getting it together. Yeah, not even sure of them, really, but I was buying pieces of equipment. That's a serious leap of faith, Jim. And covering, it was covered up on the deck of me and my ex-wife's house. So you hadn't even secured the building at this point, you, but you were still preparing. Still preparing. Keep going, Gene. This is good, man. I, I, I bought different pieces. I, I was buying pieces of equipment. I had met a guy, um, Mr. Beats. I would buy one piece of equipment he'd give me two. Weights and everything. I was just, I was just buying, buying just little pieces, and it wasn't be okay. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. used to be a police yeah, officer. Yeah, yeah, used to have to jump. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was, I was buying to the point that me and me and um the other gym, we had a falling out. The other um guy that owned the gym, we had, but it was so crazy. I'm gonna tell you how people don't even see it. Know how like I tell people all the time, or if people don't understand when they say. Touch not my prophet. My anointing. My touch not my anointing. Call my prophet no harm. Yeah. Like, I hold that scripture. Mm hmm Because when you think you're going to do something to me. You protect it. Be careful. Because your whole world can. You flip it upside down. Look, I get the, it. Man. The guy when he kicked me out of the gym. You know what I'm saying? The other gym. I was built a body. All of a sudden, there is no build a body. That shit sure did disappear. <laughs> they ain't rename it. They ain't move it. Well, they might have moved it, but his ghost never to return. Keep going. Strong Tim's still here, though. Keep going. And he, it was so crazy. One day I was riding that. Now he's a police officer. Yeah. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. riding down. I'm riding down Halifax Street. Mm -hmm. He's coming towards me, and he flashes lights. So I was like, oh. you know, what I'm saying police flashes lights. You know, what I'm saying? You know yeah. my situation. Yeah. But I pulled over. He says, he gets out, he says, um, 
you know you about to do a gym. He said, um, I got some dumbbells behind my gym. You can you can have them. What? He's like, you go over there right now. So first thing, I'm like, man, you can get me over here. Sam behind the gym. Up, yeah, yeah. Sam behind the gym, still in these weights. Mm, yeah. He's like, just follow, just go over there. I'm, I'm gonna meet you over there. So I, I went, cause I didn't want to be disrespectful. I said, I went. I said, okay. Got over there. True fact, it was it was dumbbells. It was like five sets of dumbbells. Wow. There. He just gave them to you. And he said, he said you can have them. But me being me, I still. But the other, what about the other cat? He he won't. He didn't care about that. He just gave. Him, he just gave. I I I just and I I gave him forty dollars for him. I gave him forty dollars for about two hundred dollars worth of dumbbells. That's serious, Jay. Okay. And all I could hear while I was driving was, "I'll make your enemy your footstool." That's what I'm saying. That's strange, bro. That's that's a weird twist of events. Just, of course, we're not gonna tell all the details yeah. to certain stuff, but. Just knowing what we know. Yeah. That's interesting how that um, that played out, man. Wow. And so, like, it was just, that's why I say everything. I've been, when we talk about, when we go to the business part of, mm, okay. I've been, I've been in there and my, my account got messed up. And I had no more than $800 in my account. Mm-hmm. And I had $3,000 worth of bills. And I can say to this day, not a light of water. I ain't never missed a payment on it. Even through the pandemic. Even, but we going to get there. We going to get there. Yeah. Okay. As you get the gym open, what kind of things did you learn business-wise from not even having a business to now I got a business, what did you learn about how to structure it, what to do with your money? and Because, like I said, yeah. not just for us, but like I said, you got guys coming out mm-hmm. need to know some of this stuff, too. Yeah. And even us out here, we, we need to know this. With the business part <coughs> of it, um, let your business be your business. Explain and, what you mean. And, um, like, are we all going to make mistakes in business? True fact. Right. You know what I'm saying? But with your business... I tell I tell all my kids, I tell yeah. everybody, Gene not perfect. Right, right. Gene gonna make some mistakes. I'm I'm gonna make mistakes because of my life. Mm-hmm. My knowing mistakes and my unknowing mistakes. Gene not perfect, but Strong Temple is. Mm-hmm. Okay. The brand is. Mm-hmm. You can't argue and say I'm not the best personal trainer in a hundred mile radius. You can't say that. So prove him wrong, and yeah, and nobody. Even when he he puts the offer out, nobody proves him wrong. So, with that part of it, with that part, the brand speak for itself. You know, so it was things I had to learn about taxes and paying yourself, things that nobody teaches us, or nobody wants to give us at all. People feel like if I give you these. If I give you these nuggets of gold, instead of you building them up and then come back and replenishing me, you're just gonna take off running with it. So we're afraid we keep everything to our chest. That's why we don't have nothing. And I tell everybody, money don't mean nothing to me. If a person really knows me 
and they find out money don't mean nothing. Absolutely. I mean, from people, the part that gets me in the business part is, and you probably see this in it, you want a deal from me, but you'll go to Walmart and pay whatever they tell you. I've had so many people come in and say, now my membership $20 for basic. 24 hours, $25. Only $5 more. Keep going. Personal training, $25 to $35 a, a week, depending on what you're training for. Oh, I can't get a deal. Go to the Y. Yeah. You're going to pay that for... G you getting three things. They're going to pay that one price just to join. Mm-hmm. And so, with and, that... And even the benefit they get, if you're in the gym... You're not going to let them fail. No. So even if you're not, and I'm not saying this to hurt you, pay for the personal training. Yeah. Because you're going to get more. But if you're in there and he's in there while you're working out and you need something, he's not going to not help you. Yeah, I ain't going to let you. Just because you ain't watch, paid him, I, I might not say saying? nothing to you. I might look at you. It's times yeah. I'll be on the bench. And I'm, you know, and I can handle it, but it's times I'll be on the bench and he'll just know instinctively come spot him. And I ain't called him. He'll be up front talking. And I get up under something that I might not have lifted in a while. For I know he walking around and he walk at the right time because I might get one or two out <laughs> and then I get stuck. I'm like, thank you, Gene. Because yeah. like he knew he about burnt out. Whatever you know, he yeah, didn't know I, when I to come. I, I see. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> with the business of it, when you really learn your craft mm -hmm. and you invest in it more, mm -hmm. that's when you reap the benefits of it. It's sometimes, like I was telling a guy today, sometimes I, I can sit in the dark and strong temple and just be thankful. Mm. Okay. Because everything in there is owned by us. Mm. Only people we owe is the rent man. That's dope. And, and for anybody that's a member, <clears throat> and look, you're supposed to give people their flowers. That's sometimes when I'm in town, I ain't been to places I go. I'm either here at the office, maybe at my sister's, Got an aunt that stays here. When I get a chance to see my, my oldest two kids, or I go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Even if I ain't per se working out, it's just an energy, it's a calmness. And I just go sit there and vibe for a little while. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's what <clears throat> some people be like, man, people just come in here and sit down. Yeah. It's therapeutic that's, to some, that's, for some reason. Yeah, that's, you know that's, what that's, what it's, that's what it's built off of. The right spirits being there. You <clears throat> you burning sage, yeah. <laughs> you get the wrong it, ones about here. Yeah, if you cough it too much, it might be something wrong with you. <laughs> you the demon. <laughs> yeah. But so learning business and the trials of it, the money part. I was gonna say, what's some of the the, the as far as personally? Okay, what's some of the things you? some of the most difficult things you had to learn about that. But then, too, what's some of the obstacles you faced as a business in a small town? The um, one part I learned, pay yourself. Okay. So many times people feel like all that money is yours. So explain pay yourself because some, <clears throat> we heard the term, okay, if I get $1,000 in, I'm just giving an uh, uh, example. How does paying myself look out of that? Pay yourself at least $200. If you get $1,000 a week. So the whole thousand not yours. Mm -mm. 
You decide a percentage of that. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Pay yourself that two hundred dollars. Okay. Because the tax man will get forty of it. So now you got one sixty to play with, and to make sure your stuff right. But don't get caught up in all this money mine, and, and then you get. For for and then I had to learn this for I've been in business since 2016. I've been in brick and mortar. I started in 2014 totally with Strong Temple, mm-hmm. but I've been in brick and mortar since 2016. Okay, it wasn't until 2021 that I started paying myself. Listen, Jay, and here's the thing we don't know, mm-hmm. and then even with you saying that. How do I start separate? Because I'm already caught up paying my bills with this mm-hmm. money. So how do I pull back now and say, okay, so now let me do it this way? So the money you that you the money that you're paying your bills, mm-hmm. that's your paycheck. Okay. So if your rent is six hundred dollars and your light bill is a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. your water bill fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So again, you pay yourself. $900 or, or $1,000. So whatever amount your bills is, you take that out for you, out of your... That's your... That's what and you pay yourself. And, and one, of the, one of the things that I've learned, and I'm going to tell you this, this is what I do. <laughs> People be like, I, get, I pay myself $1,000 a month. But you were telling me this other day. Go ahead. So after the $1,000, I may bring home... Eight nine, depending mm-hmm. on what the taxes be, what FICA and all them people yeah, be, yeah, be yeah. taking, and I would take that money. That's the the money that I had to pay for rent and all that stuff. But <clears throat> I would get that eight. I would take two hundred and put it in my personal account, and I put the other six back in the business account. So really, they end up taxing the same money. I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to okay, over and over again. Okay, okay, that's that's. Where'd you learn that from? Trial and error. Um, That's interesting. I asked, the question, I asked okay. my accountant a question, and they said, yeah, you can always loan your business money. That's a tool, y'all. Yo. You, you, know, you can always loan, loan your business money. That's good. Okay. okay. And then if you want to get systematic about it, at the end of the year, you can write off what you loaned the business. You talk to your accountant. Yeah. That's dope. That's good stuff. That's information they don't just give us. They don't teach us this yeah. in school. They might not even, I don't know, they might not even teach this they in do, college. They do it all the time, though. That's how they're doing it. And see, that that too, a lot of times, yes, racism exists. Mm-hmm. Prejudice exists. <clears throat> Sometimes us not knowing the rules and how to honest. play the game is why we lose. It yeah. ain't always racism. It yeah. factors in. Sometimes we just don't know the, how to play the game. Mm-hmm. And we, that's how we do it. A lot of times we can play by the same tax codes and mm-hmm. structure our businesses and stuff the same way the man does it. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. We don't have that information. Yeah. Okay, so with Strong Temple going forward. Uh, I just want to highlight some of the things that you got going on. Now, how has it grown? What's some of the programs and things that you've had and some that you have in place and th- different things that you do well, up and in coming, the community? Well, up and coming, we have the, um, in September the 25th. Yeah, wow, September, that weekend. Yeah, September 25th, we're doing the second annual 5K. Um, 
the first black owned business that has ran or operated or been in control of the 5K walk run. Let me tell you. Festival. In Virginia, for those that know, y'all know, but for anybody watching, in our town in Port Virginia, every year they have what's called the Peanut Festival. Parade, different things, different activities that go along with it. Usually there's a race that another company had for, for a while, a good little while. When the pandemic hit, I don't know if that's what made them yeah, not do it. They said they, they, said they didn't want to do it. And I don't know if they thought that when things lifted up, they just was going to give it back to them. Mm. Gene was presented with the opportunity, really at a short notice, yes. to put this race together. So he did the first race last year, and now he has the second one he's doing this year. And in a town this size, when most things are ran by people that don't look like us, mm-hmm. for him to be able to do that, that's a big thing. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Especially for him not to be from Emporia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm grateful for that opportunity to do that. We're giving away prizes. Um, I have bikes. Shout have out some old. of the sponsors, man, if you can. Oh. If you, if you, if you think you're going to leave something out, I don't want people feeling no way. But, yeah. But um, right now, and there's many more that's coming. We got um, real estate lady, Katrina. Katrina Newsom. Katrina Newsom. We got I from, hope to have her up here at some point. We got from start to finish. Um, Returning. Return. We got Pearson Funeral Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else just gave me something? Oh, Mia. With Mia um, Moore, Care okay. Kids. Mm-hmm. Um... Arby's. Okay. Uh, we got some. Miss G gave us some discount cards or some. What's that from? Starbucks. You say Pooh doing the basket. Pooh gonna do the baskets. We got. She need back. Or or um from TSOV. Um, those are just a few, and it's still some more people who's saying like, yo, they uh, contribute. Um, so my my cousin from um. From Ohio, she made this dope jacket. I wish she brought a picture of that. Yeah, man. so that joint is hard. Yeah, so it's it's a a lot that's gonna take place, and right after that, we go into our amateur fights with East End Boxing. We October the seventeenth. Talk about a little bit about the boxing side, cause I've talked about that, but that's that's really one of your passions, boxing, yeah. and that's something yeah. you're really good at. Yeah. What's your connection with East End and some of the connections that? Oh man! Talk East about that a little bit, man. Um, how like how like bro- you guys? The, the man? brother Pat and uh, East End, um, East follow End Boxing. Him on, follow him on social media. Yeah, East End Boxing. go East End Boxing on IG, on Facebook. Pretty much everything, right? Yeah. When what they have given me was an opportunity not only to be a coach, one of the one of the coaches, mm-hmm. but also one of the members as a, as the family. Mm-hmm. Being invited and inducted into that family, um, we just got a shout out from Lights Out Tony. Come on, co- man. Yeah, one of our coaches. Jane Turner? Yeah. He gave East End Boxing. Boxing fan, y'all know it's a big deal. I ain't got to yeah. even go into that. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, he gave us a shout out. Um, so we're gonna have a Gloves Over Guns event um October the sixteenth at seventeenth Street Marketplace in okay. Richmond. It's an outside as a free event. Um we're trying to get the donations. I I'm I'm pushing for donations from people. I posted on my Facebook page because what Pat is trying to do with the back of the gym. He trying to do more things, so I told him like, "Yo, bro, you can't do this by yourself." Hmm. So we we trying to get more equipment because we have athletes come there. We got a lot of different. I'm gonna say, what's the name connected to? Um, is that the one Mayweather connected to? Yeah, Jaleel Jaleel yeah. Hackett. Um, he's one of um, Tank Tank and them. Yeah, yeah. So Jaleel spars with Tank. 
He um Pat does his marketing and everything. Okay. Um, we got another guy, um, Superman Rafik. Mm -hmm. uh, he just turned pro. Okay. Well, he he's like in his fourth. He about to do his fifth. He did his fifth pro debut. Um. So yeah, we got a lot of things. But what, what things. about your young boys? You still still um, rocking? You still? Nick. He that boy something. Yeah. If he stick with it, y'all be looking out for that come young man. Come out there. That boy country come, strong. Come out there and see a young kid, 15 years old, that... He want it. He, he wants it bad. I, I haven't seen him fully trained, but I remember one day being in the gym, and he wanted to get hit. Because yeah. he was like, I want to know how it feels. Yeah. yeah he he wanted to know, like, what am I supposed to expect when I get hit in the mouth and hit yeah. it? That's different, man. Yeah, he's niggas. He wanted to hurt, so I know how it feels. He's sparring this weekend for some guys from out of town. And I'm sure he wants to do it. He, yeah, he can't. He can't. He can't wait till Saturday morning. I love it. I love it. So, love it. those those are the things. Um, I love boxing. I love the discipline of it. I wish we could get more, not only kids but adults or women into it because of the fact that it it, it helps with a lot of things, even. They said that um, Fox, Michael J. Fox, with Parkinson's and, and even Ali, the only time that he didn't shake is when he was punching the back. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen videos where he would punch and stuff. He wouldn't shake it off. Yeah. That's crazy. So with with that, to get the health part of it. Because it's benefit. It's more than just physical contact. Mm -hmm. Wow. So those, those things right there, yeah, it's, we're going to put... And pour you on the mat with this boxing thing, and that's that's that's, what that's, I'm that's about. my word. We're gonna with this kid with Braveheart. That what um, you call him? Yeah, that boy. Look, y'all be in the, yeah. in the years to come. Caught what's his name? Nick. Uh, his real name is Sayon Knight Noah, but we call him Nick, aka. Braveheart. I never knew that. I'm thinking the boy named Nick. No, Sayon. He is his real name. Um, the boy tough. At fifteen, tough. like Strong. he went ten rounds. He fought everybody in the gym. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. It made me let him fight one person. Like, he's like, you just not going to let, you say I got these guys do He wanted all the sport. Yeah, he said, but I told them when, they didn't know that he was 15. My other coaches didn't know Cause that. Because he look, he got a, he's a real yeah. muscularly built dude. Cut, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? But they, his, his, his maturity and the fact that I was pushing him in the deep end mm. when he was 14. He's only been boxing for 11 months. He that good in 11 months, bro? Mm -hmm. So I've been pushing him in at, and, and the guy, the coach, when we went up there and the coach was like, all the 15 year olds got to fight today. I said, bro, I said, yeah. I said, well, Nick about to get all this smoke. <laughs> they was like, what you mean? Nick can't fight them. So they think he older. Yeah, I said, Nick 15. He about to punish them boys. I said, Nick just turned 15. He said, you been putting him in the ring against them the whole time. I said, yeah, best grown man. Yeah. Because <laughs> his boxing don't got no age. Yeah. And he walked the dog. I believe it, man. Just watching him, but that boy serious, man. He walked the dog. And I said, okay. Hit hard. Yeah. But like he studying the techniques of it, mm -hmm. he perfected. He he's watching, and like I say now, he's learning more and more. That he's listening to why. Okay. To why I tell him this? So yeah, we, and not and not even about me, it's all about him for real. Okay. I told him I'm not trying to live, no dream of mine. Right. 
I want to give him to get the best opportunity that he can get as a young black man. Each one, teach one. Yeah, I want him to have the opportunity to do something that he likes to do and to see the money. And that when I teach him, um, the, the the football team asked him to come play football. And he came to me and said, Coach, they asked me to play football. I said, well, that's a decision that you have to make. I said, but no, football is a team sport. If the team do bad, everybody do bad. I said, boxing is on you. Mano way, mano. He like the boxing choice, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, he said, but I'm a boxer. Because <coughs> he can control that. Yeah, you're in control. Yeah. So those, those things right there, you know, and just like I say, even with you giving you your flowers, but like I tell you all the time, like keep pushing. Like Thank no you. matter is is it's difficult being a black man, it's difficult being us, it's difficult being a single man, you know, it's all that stuff, we make mistakes, you know. Mm-hmm. And we don't get forgiven. Yeah, that's that. We don't we don't get yeah. forgiven for the mistakes. My my ex wife just started forgiving me. Wow, that's serious, Jim. Yeah, and 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 that's those are the things that we have to see, like yo. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, just know that what you're doing. That's what I tell you. Keep doing your podcast. Keep doing. Though it may seem funny at the moment, but it's a greater purpose. Like people here need to hear everybody's story or, or different, and and some people need to don't don't even come on your show in front. You know what I'm saying? Just come and be. That's what I want them to come be them. Be you. I try to get people to realize I, I I really want to highlight you. I'm not gonna ask you nothing that. Here's the thing. I edit it. Yeah. So if we go into a conversation, and you be like, man, I really, I don't want to have to edit parts out, but, mm-hmm. but I'll should, never put a person out. Yeah, there. you should be an open book. You Just know, what know what, whatever you can stand for. If if you a man standing in that light, yeah. I'm quick to say I, I make mistakes. I have to repent daily, man. and not just to 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 the universe as a guy, just people to myself, to people. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to. Is is uh, I wanted to one day make a national holiday of I apologize. Mm. Just a card they say with an I on it. And the older I get, I'm understanding. Like, I mean my apologies yeah. now. And some of the things I've done to people, it's like, man, me being older and mm-hmm. understanding life, it's like, man, I really did mean that. Yeah. They won't forgive me for it, but yeah. they realize yeah. I was a different person. I was in a different mind frame. Still, like, I I'm, really didn't mean And that. I'm still going to make some mistakes. Still going to make some mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Because when, when, when I start making mistakes, I'm, you call me to pick you up. That's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When the mistakes stop being made, that means somebody's zipping the bag. That's a wrap. But so let me make my mistakes. Don't condemn me for them. Encourage me behind them. I was literally just telling a young lady that earlier. Like, I was letting her know because, like I said, as I get older, I understand what it is to make mm-hmm. mistakes. So, when, especially people that's a little bit younger than me, mm-hmm. I try to get them room to grow. Mm-hmm. And I was letting them know, like, I'm not one of the ones that's, I know you got a lot going on, but mm-hmm. I'm here, I'm letting you know, I'm not condemning you for what you got going on. Mm-hmm. I'm just making sure you're good. Mm-hmm. If you're okay, cool. If you're not, mm-hmm. what, but I'm not judging your decision. Yeah, no, no.
at all because you have to do that. I'm just seeing if you're good. Yeah. That's it. I just have to love you where you are. That's it. Innocent. I'm not look because I, I mess be up. In, I so. don't have to be in love with you, but I can love you where you are. Like that's that's what people don't understand. That four letter word like love. And because everybody doesn't operate that way, it's strange when a person like yourself really comes to them in love and don't have no other intention. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't trying to. If it's a guy, look, I ain't trying to get over you for the woman. I ain't necessarily trying to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. I really want to see you do good. Yeah. You know, but... Because if you if you do good, I do good. If there's people around you doing good, it makes me... I've been to a wedding with with my, my white clients. Mm-hmm. And I've looked and I've trained so many people in just in the wedding alone. And these are all my white clients. And I was blessed. And I was... Mm-hmm. Even, and before before we go, like, even when the pandemic hit, when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and I stopped taking people money. And I was like, Gene, you can handle the, the 25. You said it, but, and my white client said it. Wow. They was like, why are you not taking our money? I was like, I just don't feel right if you're not allowed to come here. Wow. But to this day, they still come in, come now. And even if all of them, they got a family plan, only one of them come. But they still pay it. They still pay the money. That's a credit to to what you're doing and the mm-hmm. energy and the spirit you put into it. Even when they had a baby, they brought a baby to see Uncle Gene. Wow. It's amazing how many kids call you Uncle Gene, yeah. man. It's amazing. Yeah. Kid, and, and we can agree to wrap it up, but I've seen teenagers or something come there because that's a safe haven for them. Mm-hmm. Just come in and work out and hang out, work out, hang out, or whatever, no clean up. Just yeah, they charge us clean up or being respectful. Yeah, be respectful. Listen to when, when he want to talk to him. You gonna sit there and listen. Mm-hmm. But they respect because it's somewhere safe. They can get away. Some might have some going on at home. They can come to Strong Temple and for them few hours because they can stay long as yeah. they want to. They have peace, you know. We gonna get to wrap it up, man. How can how can they get in contact, sign up, or whatever you know? Yeah, um, what's going on? www.strongtemplefit.com. That's my website. Yeah, I put it in the description. Um, like I say, Strong Temple, Strong Gene Temple on Facebook. If you wanna see what we're doing, um, Strong Temple one on Instagram. Like, I'll just stop by Four Hundred Seven Halifax Street in Portia, Virginia. If you're, um, in, the, if you're yeah. in the state, I don't even just say the area. Yeah, if, if you, you pass through, I got, I got people that pass through. I know. I've seen that, people, that, yeah. This, they, I was looking and they said the number one gym to go to. Yeah. I've seen people that I might have just seen in there once, but they wanted to work out. They found a gym in there. Yeah. So anyway, man, thank you for coming through. Yes, sir. And like I say, for everybody that watched, this this part will only make more sense if you go back and watch the other two mm-hmm. parts. Part one was I did 18 years in prison for a murder I didn't commit. Part two is the trial. I'm going to figure out what to name this part, but they all kind of go together. So it'd be good if you watch them all. Because that side of the story doesn't always get told. Mm -hmm. And there are stories, but a lot of times there are not enough voices to tell it. These are the ones we we consider outcasts, but these are brothers, sisters, uncles, all of that. you know, And all of them are not guilty. Yes, it does. And, and even those that are, they it just ain't even a valid crime. They, they just acquit. They they just overturned the thing. Then the people did. That's a slap in the face. I think it's seventy years later. That's a slap in the face. That the the guys were executed by electric chair, and now they overturned it. And now um, the governor just signed a bill saying 
They were innocent. But they did. But their family wanted. Well, now if that brings peace to the family, yeah, that's out of I'm out. You know, that's yeah. not my place to say. But as the, as a system, that's wrong. Yeah, because they can't bring the man. Now, if you can undo it and he come back, but mm -hmm. you can't. So as a system, that's wrong. But um, listen, man, I appreciate you coming through. Yeah. I appreciate you giving the information. It's a lot of nuggets in here if y'all take the time to watch. It's, it's a lot that you might can draw from it. I know I'm going to draw more from it when I go back and watch. And um, like I said, if you're around, come join the gym. Come talk to him. He's fair. Simple as that. He's fair. He's going to work you hard, but he's fair. He's going to do everybody the same. I see older women, older men, younger people. He's fair across the board. He's going to push you. That's why sometimes when I go in there, I hope you don't work out with me because I don't want to be pushed that way. Because you're going to be sore, but you're going to get results. Yeah. That's the important part. Regardless of what happens, you get results and you're going to feel better from the conversation. Mm. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap this up. And you never know, we might, we're going to see Gene back at some point because this story doesn't end. We'll come back, we come back when we win this fight. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So let Nick tell you how his experience of becoming a boxer. I would love to get Nick in here and talk about it. Y'all don't understand this guy, this young man's passion for this. You need to see it for yourself. So yeah. once he win, hopefully you can get it back up in here and let him speak for himself. You yeah. know. Before we go, y'all hit that subscribe button, hit like, like. comment, y'all, share yeah. it. We do all of that stuff. Let's let's engage in the conversation. We back to bring y'all good quality content and conversations. And last but not least, be kind to yourself. Mm. Regardless of what you got going on. Be kind to yourself. We're all you. going through it, y'all. Love yourself. Love those around you. Be kind to yourself. All right, until next time, y'all. Peace. Peace. That was good, Jay. <laughs> that was good. <laughs>